right, and welcome in episode 22 of Are You Serious? I am meteorologist Andrew Dockery. And I'm Jamie Arnold, chief meteorologist here at WMBF News. Thanks for uh, popping in. We had our, our first sort of uh, missed pause. week. <laughs> a brief little pause. We didn't tell anybody about it either. We just, yeah, just assumed that you all would know why. Uh, with Adalia. Yeah. yeah. Had to take a, a Dahlia, Idalia, Vidalia, whatever you want to call it. At one point I called it Idalia Lila. Yeah, like, I think I was so tired. I think it was uh, Thursday afternoon. I called it Isa Dahlia. I had Isaias oh, and, and, yeah, and it mm. just all uh, kind of ran together. The so. I name storms as always yep. have come and got us. Yeah. Um, Let's do an Adalia recap before we introduce our guest for today. Yeah, impactful. It would be nice if we could say for sure that hurricane season was over after that, but uh, still got a long ways to go. It was an impactful little storm Yeah, uh, here locally. Obviously, Florida took the biggest, but um, I think the biggest surprise, and I always say this, um, and I said this leading up to Adalia, uh, every storm has its surprises. Yeah. And uh, the rainfall was a bit of a surprise. We knew there was going to be a strip of heavy rain. Yeah. Weren't quite planning on a foot. Double no. digits. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned isolated 8 to 10 inch amounts, but I think some of the top amounts there up around Ainer, Gallivan's Ferry, Mullins were up yeah, around Mullins a foot. Mullins was like 12 yeah. feet. 11. Yeah. I saw 11.9 at yeah. a couple of Cocoa Ross stations. Yeah. Um, the wind was impressive too. Yeah. Nice little, nice little backside wind. A tropical storm. Yeah. Both the front and the back produced gusts that in some areas were higher than some of the previous storms we've had, which yeah. I thought was impressive. Yeah. Uh, the storm surge always. Came in a little. Playing it close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. That Wednesday afternoon as we were approaching high tide, I just happened to kind of glance up at uh, our tin roof sky cam. And it was, I don't know, maybe six. High tide that day was eight. And the waves were already brushing up against the dune mm. line. I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, ended up with the sixth highest. Number six. Number six. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to have to go back and dive because there was a winter storm. It's at number five. That's at number five. So January that'd be interesting. First, yeah. Maybe we do like a little research and, hey, here's yeah. what we found about it. Yeah, I noticed that January 1st, 1987 is the number five highest water level. Uh, and I'm really curious. Hmm. Kind yeah. of odd to have that much of a water rise in January. So it was probably a pretty powerful winter storm. Yeah, well, a ton of uh, comments and uh, thank yous. And we appreciate yeah. everyone that said that. I, I did get one question that was for the podcast about Idalia. Yeah. So I said, why not? Let's why not? do it. Um, the question was, what's your typical schedule during a hurricane? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about this. I thought about you know, this coming like, oh, in because I've had like... a lot of people. I got stopped. Uh, Labor Day, I went to happy hour and had two people stop and, and say thank you and said, well, how long were you there? Yeah. Um, let's just go through our schedules. Yeah. For, so Adalia hit Wednesday night into Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. I came into work around noon Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, worked through the afternoon, through the evening, left here around 1230 Thursday morning. Yeah. Went home, took an hour nap, mm -hmm. got up, went to Cherry Grove. <laughs> did live shots for the morning show for the tornado touchdown in cherry grove mm. so was there till 7 seven thirty. went home took another nap came back here and did the four five and six that thursday afternoon mm. long mm -hmm. and kind of tiring but in the grand scheme of things it wasn't yeah. as bad as most of our storms yeah. as far as <laughs> lack of sleep wise but I'm also older, <laughs> and every storm takes a little more out of me, so yeah. I'm still kind of in a, a little bit of a haze. I think it was perfectly timed because Labor Day, having the day off was perfect. I finally got to, Yeah, I feel like. I was all over the place, yeah. just like you. I think that Wednesday morning, 
Came in around 1 a.m. because there was just a lot to update. Yep. Stayed until 12.30. Um, went home, and I told myself I'd get back at, like, 6. Well, eventually nothing was happening, so yep. I didn't come back until, like, 8. Which it's was still too early. It was too early. And then I stayed 8 p.m. to 12.30 after the noon the next day. I went right. home and took, like, a quick hour nap just to recover and then came down with a sickness yeah then you got strep throat and everything uh which is pretty common I, a lot of times i will get sick after a storm because oh, yeah, i feel like you're working your body your, your work you're not getting sleep and it everything just kind of shuts down thankfully yeah. fingers crossed knock on wood at this point i'm not I haven't gotten sick yet no i think you're fine so if you yeah, were, we'll didn't see. get whatever i had around <laughs> yeah. because we were around all the time and i um, yelled at andrew before that wednesday the storm <laughs> we were discussing our schedules and i said i do not want to yeah. see your face until at least midnight mm-hmm you're like me, though. If you're up, I, I would rather be at the studio I'd rather be here. Yeah. to it's, at least help out, even if it's like, hey, let me update web. Yeah. Because otherwise least, I'm going to sit at home and do nothing. And for me, it's the convenience of having everything at my fingertips. Oh, at yeah. home, I'm on my phone. I'm on my iPad. It's kind of clunky. I can settle in here. Right. I can settle in here. Everything I need is here. I mm. can kind of man the situation. So I get it. I get it. And plus, we're weather junkies. We've yeah. kind of said that before. And yeah. I'm sure they've gotten this from the podcast um for everyone that maybe this is your first time we always tell you like comment subscribe share share rate yeah uh, we're still a five-star rated podcast five with star, like yeah. 50 ratings which is awesome that's pretty good and um i can't remember the listeners but i think it was a total of like more than five thousand downloads which is awesome so yeah. thank you all for that um we actually have two guests today. Two guests. Our, it's first, our first time yeah. ever having two guests. It is a crowded house here this morning. I'm going to let you introduce them, too, because you're more used to them than yeah, I Yeah, a little am. bit of my work family here. Let me uh, slide <laughs> my mic over here gently. Um, joining us uh, this week here on Are You Serious? Eric Weisfeld and Rachel Bogle. Um, Eric looks nervous. Eric does look nervous. Eric doesn't get Because he's never watched this. He has no idea what he's getting into. Yes. Right off the get-go, we're calling it. That was question number one. How many yes. episodes have you seen? You Not already a single know one. how many I've seen because I am diligent. Yes. I have seen all of them. It's really? A, yeah, so it's it's a part of my uh, my Thursday routine. Uh, I love it. Is I start watching on my way home, and then you guys are a part. Yeah. I watch on YouTube, so I, I like to it. watch. Yeah. So it's a part of my routine, so I start watching on my way home, and then you guys are with me as I'm taking off my makeup mask for the day. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Day, so yeah, yeah. So, nice. Yeah, uh, and every when uh, Eric got here, Ricky. By the way, I call him Ricky. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> only because he hates it so much. I call him Ricky. Nobody even knows um, why you call me Ricky. <laughs> I just started. It was my nickname. Just one day, I started little, calling you Ricky, and, and I made stuff. a mistake of telling you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ricky got here this morning, and he was like, "Wow, this is uh, this is pretty nice. What is this?" I was like, "This is one of the most crucial parts of the podcast." He's oh. like, "Oh, look at the books. Oh, he you have." So- he said, oh, you even have mugs. I'm like, Ricky, have you watched I've seen maybe five seconds of one? He only gets to he see the it. clips okay. when we do previews. Yeah. You I know? think we're going to learn very quickly yeah. that I'm the one who gets picked on. Always. Y'all pick well, on. Okay, I'm, I'm up early. I'm here. I did the 11 last night. Talk about your <laughs> We just talked about our so hurricane listen, schedules. Yeah. Listen, somebody yeah. has to work. <laughs> I will watch from now on. Thursday afternoon. He's only going to watch the one that we're on. Last Thursday sure afternoon, last Thursday afternoon after Idalia, when I was literally almost comatose doing the newscast that afternoon when all of it was over, uh, Ricky comes in the studio and yawns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. And then I was Jamie shoots laser beams out of his eyeballs. <laughs> he turns around and look I got. Ugh. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Linda Blair and the Exorcist, yep. that yep. head turned all the way around. <laughs> well, believe it or not, Ricky, we have some inter- Don't you start. <laughs> we have some international viewers yeah. from other countries, yeah. believe it or not. So there's people other than Myrtle Beach that actually listen and watch this. And thing. they now yeah. think his name is Ricky. Yeah, yeah so this is Ricky Wasfeld. Yep. Um, but for Eric and Rachel, people that may not know you, because there are people that aren't in South Carolina listening to this, tell us a little bit about yourself before we really start to pick on both of you. All. You want to go first? Cause, no, you Because you first. know your story is much longer. No, right. <laughs> much longer. I'm the talker. Go ahead, baby. Oh, no, after, after, after you, we have to respect our seniors. Oh, <laughs> is that what this show is? No. You, you are one the, person. You are the oldest one in the building. I, I am the oldest. Well, no, I'm oldest, not the oldest. You're the oldest in the building. I am not. You're the oldest on air Thank in the building. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. By a long shot. So, you want to tell you, like, my... my I mean, you don't have to give me the full... Yeah, we don't, want, like all, we don't want all of it. and 180 years All right, ago. so originally from Indianapolis, okay. Indiana... Been in the business 32 years, worked in Kentucky, worked in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, Indianapolis, Indiana, Southwest Florida, Columbia for six years before coming here eight years ago almost. And um, with that, I passed. (laughs) (laughs) And you actually started here doing mornings. Yes, I did. Yeah, you were uh, on air in the mornings. Yeah, for like two years, I think. Yeah. And then you uh, moved into the big seat. Move, made the switch. Did you love the morning shift? You know what? I love the show. I love the people way back then. Those hours are tough. I am not a morning person. And I always tell people it doesn't matter how many years you do it if you're not a morning person. I think I did a, well, I did a split shift in Indianapolis where I did the morning show, went home, slept, and then did the evenings Mm. for three years. And that, it just, for me, it's not good. I need sleep, you know, I need sleep. Or else he'll be yawning. Yawning and cranky. And Ricky also, he needs his sleep, but he gets more sleep than anybody I've ever true. met. <laughs> that is not true. You get 10 hours of sleep that every night. That is not night. true. That is fake. If news. you don't get 10 hours, you get eight hours and then a two-hour nap. I do get eight hours. and I like nine. Can you imagine eight or nine hours of sleep? I, I <laughs> get about three and a half, four on average. Oh, no. Oh, it's right. awesome. Even yeah. if you wake up, you just go back to bed. That's the best. But, you know, some people need more sleep. <laughs> Some I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure I do. But. Every yeah. every parent with, with a new child right. watching Baby is just Baby and morning show. It's yeah. like, what am I going to find eight hours? Yeah, you, you're set up. And then every night at the end of the 11, you're still yawning and complaining about how I'm tired you are. I'm always yawning. I don't know why. I think I get too much sleep. Oh. <laughs> Dial that number back just a right. little bit. I'm so sorry right. about that. Yeah, just go for a good So, yeah, so night hours. side is good for me. That's always been my, I'm more of a night owl. Nice. Until about 11 o'clock and then you're done. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in bed and asleep. <laughs> yeah, but then he's also asking me, all right, what should I be watching on Netflix? You know, so he always has to figure out what he needs to watch. So like, he's he's tired to an extent. But, then but I never watch it. I always go fall home, And then he comes and he's mad at me the next day because he's like, I was up until 2.30 because you told me to watch Pam and Tommy or whatever. <laughs> and I watched the whole thing. <laughs> and then now we know why he's tired. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have nothing to do with that. Let's talk about Rachel. Yeah, Rachel, what about yeah. you? Well, I'm, well, I say I'm from Indianapolis. I'm actually from Nawbone, Indiana, which is a very, very small town. Uh, so it is so small that we usually just claim the whole county. So if anyone knows Indiana, we're from Brown County, Indiana. It is a small tourist mm. town known really for cool. rolling hills, beautiful trees, like two million tourists come every single year. Um, and I went to IU, just like oh, this one here. And then my career journey is a little bit unique so when i was at iu i knew i wanted to do tv i was a political science pre-law journalism major 
and I did an internship at the NBC affiliate in Indianapolis. And it was funny because one day I was out with uh, one of the evening female anchors and then she called me on my personal phone at the end of the day and I was like, oh, this is not good. So I just let it go to voicemail because I was like, what did I do? So, and it was actually, she left me a message and she said, you know, there's something like I really like about you. My husband works for the Pacers and they're looking for someone to be their in-house host. I wonder oh, if you cool. would do it. And I could not dial her back fast enough. I was like, yes, absolutely. So that was when I was a senior at IU in college. And uh, that kind of snowballed into someone there saw me uh, from a radio station. And they were like, oh, you're really good with like engaging a crowd. And, you know, I like your voice. Have you ever thought about filling in on the radio? And I was like, absolutely not. But... You know, these student loans are coming quickly, so, yep. and I don't have anything else, you know, going. I hadn't sent out any demos. Like, I've mm. done none of it. So I was like, you know, this sounds like an okay idea. That turned into being on the radio as a morning show host for six years in Indianapolis. Then I got a call from my last TV station. They're like, have you ever thought about TV? I'm like, yeah, actually, <laughs> seven, eight years ago, like that was yeah. the initial plan. <laughs> right. Yeah, so it, it took a little bit, but I was really happy for that experience of getting me there yeah. because I think I learned things on the radio that I wouldn't have gotten if I would have gone the typical route Yeah. because especially where the industry is going now or a lot of the things that I saw in some of my colleagues all the way from college were – like they could not go off the cuff very well. Like they're still training themselves to mm -hmm. be able to go off the cuff. I'm like, that's all I do. Yeah. You know, I could tap dance for right. forever. Oh, yeah. And, and mm -hmm. you have to be authentic too. Yeah. So that's one thing, whether you love it or not, you're gonna get me. You get like 100% what you see is what you get. So I think a lot of that I learned um, from that history. But yeah, it's a bit of an interesting roundabout way of getting to where I am now, but it was an interesting journey for sure. So yeah, that's how we got here. Bought from there to Myrtle. So I'd yeah. only been in Indiana. I'd only been in one market. So I was morning That's radio, awesome. That's unique too. morning TV, and I am not a morning person. <laughs> so what was really funny is whenever I got my radio job, I called my dad, you know, and I was like, hey, guess what? I got a job. And he's like, oh, thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, perfect. She's going to be able to pay her bills. You know, all this. We're all good. And then he said, so what are your hours going to be? And I'm explaining to him. And he laughed and goes, good luck, and hung up the phone. <laughs> And then, yeah. you know, basically 12 years on, I was still doing mornings because the thing about morning TV is not only do you have to be up early, but you have to look decent, mm -hmm. too. So the, <laughs> and sound decent. Mm -hmm. sound, right. Oh, my God. Like you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and what was funny, too, I don't know if this happens to you guys, too, but allergies hit me. Mm. So especially in the mornings when your voice is already rough. But there's always one week in the fall and one week in the spring where I would sound like a boy going through puberty. Like, there was nothing you could do about it. And I wasn't going to call off work because I'm one of those people where, like, I have to be dying to take mm -hmm. off a day yeah. from work for being sick. So you just, like, go through it. And I'm like, sorry. Because I'm going through something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yep. Battle so, through. Yeah. So now, finally... It's a, it's a bit of an adjustment to go from mornings to evenings, but I also am a natural night owl, so it works much better for me. Oh, yeah. yeah, at least at least for now, at least until we start talking about having kids someday. We're going to see about that. So. And you've melded perfectly with our little uh, night side family here. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, someone has to keep all these folks in line here. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. That's true. <laughs> it's, me. it's me. But, uh, Is it though? <laughs> Is it though? <laughs> Clearly, it's not me. But we definitely no, we have a, we have a good time, and it's kind of wild too because we come from the same place. Yeah. 
where he grew up a mile-ish from where I used to live. Right. So when, when I she came moved down, here, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really what, but I'd never met him before I came down. We, we, That's covered, such I a think, crazy story. I was just yeah. thinking, we've covered every station in Indianapolis because mm-hmm. I interned at eight, mm-hmm. I worked at six. And we, I had no idea who he was. Well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, <laughs> but we have a lot of friends. You've made it. We have a lot of friends. We have a lot of similar friends. A ton of friends. Yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, it, he had already moved around and bopped around so much when I was well, growing up there. a lot older yeah. than she is. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, but he, yeah, he'd lot. already gone on. By the time I was paying attention to who was on television when I was in college, right. you had already gone, you oh, know, yeah. you were somewhere else at that point. But so. it's funny because I can say to her, like, is this restaurant still there? Or whatever happened? Do people still go to that mall? And I'm like, that's been gone forever. It <laughs> <laughs> was never there. He's like, is the Boston market still at 86th and Ditch? You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. It's a small world. Yeah, it Jamie, really, really And I is. don't mean this as a dig. No, I, mean, no, I don't mean this as a dig at anything. You've worked with a lot of teams here. Yeah. What's it been like with Eric and Rachel? Uh, great. Fantastic. Rachel popped right in, uh, settled in. And, yeah, it's been smooth sailing. Yeah. You know, it's it's easy. It's we get long. We all get long. Fine. I it's like easy. You can tell too. Yeah. At this point, it's just a yeah. old hat. I mean, especially for right. us. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> Ricky and I are the you know the crotchety old guys. <laughs> although he's the oldest. Um, Even though I don't look the oldest. Well, uh, you know we're we're two grumpy old men, and she's a ray of sunshine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, sometimes we're like, can we take it now? Yeah. <laughs> so she's a she's a ray of sunshine. She, uh, Rachel, you've also been. Uh, since you got here, a magnet for some for some crazy weather. Yeah, you were here. You were here. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Your first week here, the we had storm. the ice storm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah, uh, we had, well, I know. And I was like, sorry, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it was funny coming in here too because all of my neighbors were like, "I'm so sorry. This is like the coldest weather we've ever had." And I'm sitting here in the the. Right. Biggest jacket I ever wore the whole time when I first got here was like maybe a North Face zip yeah. up. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And when the ice storm came, Matt, yep. our boss, was like, do you need a hotel room? And I was like, nah, got this. I'm from Indianapolis. I'm like, we're going to put this in four low. We're fine. You know, yeah. like, this is nothing. We're still in school I'm like, at this Yeah, point. I'm like, we just slow it down and go easy on the brake. Yep. You know, but it has been a journey. Went through my first hurricane yeah. with Ian. Yeah. Ian. That, was, yeah. that was a journey. And that was just a me uh a lot of that was just trying to be a sponge, you know, yeah. just to looking to the folks that had been here before trying to learn as much as I could about, you know, what happens during hurricanes mm-hmm. and how we guide folks through that. So that was a great learning experience. Speaking yeah. of radio, that's one of those moments where it's like, you fly by the city of Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. You have to. And it's just, all right, where are we going next? And I remember that morning, we were like, oh, man. Yeah. Until we get reports, because most of the time, you all come in once we start to get the news. That first initial, yeah, those first know, couple hour of hours of hurricane coverage until things really start to ramp up and get a little bit repetitive, a little mm-hmm. repetitive, and, yeah, and then it stretch, stretch, then it's crazy, right. then it's crazy, but yeah, yeah having then that, it just goes wild, and then at a certain point, it's you know, handoff, handoff, yeah. you know, and it, a lot of the repeating of similar information too, and, and those are important reminders. Too. Yeah. a lot of the stuff that we're repeating, we're talking about the emergency numbers and making sure you're keeping nine one one lines clear and stuff like that. But, um, but it was definitely a a cool experience and talk about a long day that was mm-hmm. certainly a long day yeah. was, was it for you did you what an eight hour day for Ian? <laughs> this last storm. Storm. hold on now this last storm, this last storm i came in at one in the afternoon uh-huh and i worked that's early until, yeah and i worked until 12. now i didn't pull your i'm going home taking a nap coming doing the morning show and all that stuff. so it was a 10 hour <laughs> so it was a 10 hour <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Somebody asked. <laughs> Ten hour day. Yeah. 
God, it must have been tough. Yeah. I mean, I had a, have you recovered? I had to take a 10-hour sleep night, but mm. I'm good. The struggle. That's my typical Wednesday. Remember that? Right. Which right. hurricane was it where we spent the night here for two nights? Was it Florence? That no, was Florence. Yeah. I have a Ricky oh, story God. for Florence. Please tell. Um, yeah, yeah. So, After dark? So, normal? No, this, this is a normal story, but oh. just gives you an idea of uh, How you talking about this? who Ricky is. Mm. Um <laughs> Kind of a running joke which one of us here is the biggest diva uh this story solidifies the fact that it is him it is definitely not uh, me. <laughs> when we were getting ready for hurricane florence you know the initial forecast kind of had florence coming in here as a major hurricane mm -hmm. and that shifted into it was probably going to be a major flood event either way it was going to be a big event it was going to be long and drawn out so we kind of had our coverage plan together uh, and it was one of those storms uh where we knew that we would be spending the night here people would be here for a long time so the day the storm was about to kind of come in we're all piling in and everybody kind of claims a little corner or you know a desk where they can kind of set up and maybe just rest their eyes for a minute uh, this is when our studio was still where we are right now before we moved into the new studio and at that point the new studio was just kind of a big empty room it had some art on the walls <laughs> i walk in there ricky has a queen size air mattress set up <laughs> He has I boxes. bought a second one for anyone who wanted to use it. He has, he has boxes set up beside his bed like nightstands where he has all of the things that he needs. <laughs> Little snacks. He had literally built an entire bedroom for himself. It was a suite. It was so the, nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, the artwork. That artwork here, worked perfectly. Right by my bed there was art. It was very nice. Yeah. Meanwhile, the meteorologists were looking for a, a square inch under a desk somewhere. Could have had my second or in a broom closet, <laughs> you know, to take a nap. But he's he's in there and he's comfortable. I found out about this because I came in shortly after Florence. Yeah. And then we didn't have anything until Dorian. Yeah. And I remember during Dorian because it was my first go around. I was yeah. like, okay, let's see what and then I was like, does anyone sleep in Studio B? See. And I found out about this. Yeah. They were like, well, that's Eric's room. <laughs> Eric's. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. man, he gets the whole studio. <laughs> no. yeah. But I heard that story through yeah. other people because you okay, I have the, two the legend of Eric Weiss. Yeah. First of all, I brought in a second mattress, which turned into a fight. <laughs> people fighting over it. And number two. I took showers in that sink in that bathroom right over there. So that's oh. not, I mean, that's not deep. Oh, Jamie has we his all own did. private shower. No. I don't have my own <laughs> private shower. Uh, up until six months ago, we didn't have anything. We finally have an office with a couch. Now. Yeah, they have an yeah. office with a couch. Rachel Looks and I nice. just sit next to each other. Because you work eight hours and then you go home. Uh, so you don't need it. So if I work more, then I get an office. Maybe. See, he's he's been really <laughs> hardcore about wanting this office thing. I'm just happy because at my last station for six years, I only had two drawers, so I'm fine oh, with yeah, my little. Yeah, you got all kinds of yeah. shared. So, yeah, I am now. I've got a whole thing. Yeah, you got a whole. Oh, you look cool. So I'm okay Wait, with that. How, well, how is she getting past like this? Let's years, talk maybe. about her little cubicle. What? You want to talk about Diva? <laughs> she has a pink rug. Like a, it's a very fluffy. It's well, very she nice. has. What do you? I have, have? an air purifier. It's just very air dusty. Purifier, a fa every day she's walking. I'm loving this. new stuff. I'm like, Did you and it was all in shades of rose gold. Oh, yeah. Cool. Right. And I just got oh, a, one okay. of the mug warmers, and I actually got new shelving that I'm gonna make soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm upgrading. It's that. Confined, make yourself at home. It's confined to her little spot. Well, wasn't I making myself at home in the studio? Do it in your own office. And then you have, then you have Eric here. You should every day he brings his lunch with like a very weird. 
item because he's low carb. So <laughs> yeah, he brings his own like Hidden Valley Ranch, like full Costco size. <laughs> On That's not low carb. He always brings some kind of full-size giant sauce with him. Because I go to, to the... To go with his zoodles. <laughs> <laughs> and where's your water bottle? Right here. That he crushes. This is how Ricky, oh, this I is how Ricky drinks what this show thing. is about, y'all. It is. It really is. That's what we hear. And our yeah. boss gets so mad. He's like, do you need another water bottle? I'm like, what do you mean? It's, not, it's one day old. <laughs> and you crush it because every day. when you drink water bottles, who goes like this? Like when me? you drink it, you, oh, you don't crush it. Why you? You don't have to squeeze it. The water gravity I don't know if works. I crush it when I squeeze it. Or gravity works. I don't know why it crushes. The water will pour out by itself. He just says, "I don't know why it crushes." <laughs> it's that anger. Yeah. Yes. Speaking of which, we'll bring this back to weather. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask you because we've asked all of our guests, yeah. what was one memorable storm, either that you covered or growing up, that you remember? That maybe was like, oh, that was a lot to cover, or something that just fascinated you. Yours may be snow. I don't know. Yeah. Most oh, yeah. of the people. Which snow is the question? Yeah. You know? So, because uh, I used to, when I was in Indianapolis, I was a traffic anchor. So anytime we had anything crazy going on with the roads, you know, then you're in early and you're staying late too. And we would always get the, the crazy kind of snow too, where it would snow, then it would melt over overnight, but not oh, fully melt away. You have that sheen of mm, ice yeah, that, that the freezes, and then you get the other layer of snow mm -hmm. and it's a whole journey. Uh, but I remember there were some mornings too, where, you know, you have your traffic cameras up and we'd be watching some of the ramps to one of the busiest areas on our interstate. And I would literally, I just started calling people out. I just started being an absolute savage on the air with people mm -hmm. to be like, don't be like this guy because you'd see someone try to make it up this ramp and then they'd back back down it mm. all no, on air. All yeah. on air. Yes. They're like, oh, it's a bad idea. Or they'd see that there was a crash up ahead and they're like, actually, I think this was a better idea. And you would always have, you know, the semis that would roll because they'd be taking it too mm -hmm. fast. I mean, so it's just a matter of which snow it is but you know i've been through so many of them just growing up in indiana and then being on air mm -hmm. uh, at that point but i would say that certainly that and then the was it the snow apocalypse or the ice apocalypse oh, that we that, had the mm -hmm. one year or two where basically everything was locked down in indianapolis and that, at that, and that point, means a lot if everything's locked yeah down. if everything is locked down in indianapolis that, that is a serious thing because i remember that was when i was still on the radio so they put us up in a hotel room because no one was allowed to be out driving mm -hmm, in yeah. that so and it was so bitterly cold even for everyone there and you had to okay it with police if you were leaving like where are you going i'm like i'm literally going right down the road to go into work here you know to now i understand we're talking this. to so, yeah around here where we get put up in hotel rooms when it starts to sprinkle but we're talking to get put up in like hotel yeah rooms. It, it was really it was a wild floor. thing but i mean and even growing up too where we would get so much snow where i live so I basically grew up in the middle of the woods, so we had you know trees everywhere, like evergreens too. And there was one year where the snow had come down. It was it was that heavy snow that it was a refreeze too. And even to this day, my parents, their pine trees in the back, they had bent over from the weight of that snow, and they never popped back up. So it was just kind of that one very memorable uh. snow that just completely changed kind of the the look of my parents' backyard because they just couldn't withstand that. It was just. Like yeah, and I grew up in such a hilly place. This would never happen today, but this sticks in my mind as in the old days. So <laughs> I lived at the top of this hill. It was maybe like a quarter mile hill, and it was a little bit of a curve on the way up. And when we would get really bad snows, our bus driver would tell us, you know, get in our seats, like strapped down, and he would make a running go. <laughs> no <laughs> way. I swear to I you, he it. would make a running go. He would back the bus up. 
and you would hear vroom, they just go up <laughs> and he would try and then sometimes it would only go halfway up and then he'd have to we start sliding back down and he would try that a couple times and if it didn't work he's like all right well i'm gonna reverse this whole route you know so you can either get off last or you can get out of the bus now and walk yourself up the hill, you know, <laughs> uphill both ways. So I had to do that. But I was like, there is no way that this would ever mm. fly today. Right. Just like a bus driver putting everyone's life on, <laughs> on the line to try to ramp themselves up this hill. So, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It was also the same hill that we decided to try to sled down. And if you hear a car coming, you just like, you know, yep. roll off the sled. Mm. So, yeah, you know, it's when you grow up in the country, that's what, what about, you do. What about yours, Ricky? Dust Bowl, Hurricane Hazel, <laughs> no, no, your no, no, biggest no. ones? So I think that weather that I grew up yeah. with and also like doing the morning show where mm-hmm. you'd scrape your windows before the morning show and then that weather got me to Raleigh, North Carolina, which was mm-hmm. the first time I, and you know, I went to IU as well and never really left the Midwest. So when I went to Raleigh, it was the first time that I was in my, like there's a world of amazing weather out here and I'm mm-hmm. never going back to Indianapolis yeah. or yeah. anywhere past, this is mm-hmm. the farthest south or farthest north I'm going. Then I ended up going back to Indianapolis for seven years. That's a whole other story. So when I was in Raleigh, I was clueless as to hurricanes. And my first hurricane was, I've told you this, it was Bonnie. Mm-hmm. 1998. Was it 98? Yeah. yeah. We actually discussed it on my last uh, podcast. You'll oh, enjoy that one. Yeah, you'll actually, I chased hurricane I'm Bonnie. going home yeah. and binging. Yeah, okay. Good. We'll see. So when we I covered reviews. this. That's why he's going to be yawning tonight. He'll be like, I spent the whole last hour many hours Back to binging. Bonnie. Are you serious? <laughs> so when I went to cover that hurricane, they sent me to Outer Banks. Yep. And I was clueless at, you know, like the first time you have, but I mean, I was really close. So I was out there covering like on the beach. Mm-hmm. I just remember that sand was just mm-hmm. whipping in my face mm-hmm. and I'm covering the storm and it wasn't a huge hurricane no. by any means, no. but for me it was yeah. because I'd never covered one. And I just remember doing live shots and saying, you've got to see these tidal waves. These tidal waves are just huge. <laughs> and my meteorologist called me and said, Oh, the cringe on that side of the Did table. Did you call those tidal waves? I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, those aren't tidal waves. <laughs> so that's the one that always sticks out because that was a very good learning experience for me. And I never said Trial by again. fire. Good. Trial so, by tidal waves. <laughs> so both coming from the snow area, blizzard coverage or hurricane coverage, which one do you prefer? Because I've covered blizzards too in Eastern Kentucky. I'm curious on if we're the same way or not. I prefer hurricanes for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Same. Blizzard coverage too. is so boring to me. It's boring and it's yeah. just yeah. I mean, because the blizzard thing is like show the road, show the radar. Yeah, that's yeah. all you really can Viewer do. photos, right? And then oh, look at the you know the the trucks are out. You know, like <laughs> here here's the plowing situation. Yeah. You know, and it's you're doing ice Let's take the drive there. can. Like Where's the worst areas? What are yeah. you she- what are you seeing? You know, so but. <laughs> There, what you also get here, which is kind of nice to have that carryover, is at least we also have experience with the tornadoes, you know, which oh, is something yeah. that we yeah. still see here. So I think a lot of people, maybe coming from the north, you think the only thing you're really worried about down here and really watching for is going to be hurricanes, and that's not true. Yeah, yeah that as, was a as we saw last mm-hmm. week. Right, because mm-hmm. they can spark yeah. tornadoes. Yeah. I think we should do a little shooting the breeze. Do we have time? Oh, we have Ooh. plenty of time. I want to see how uh, how Ricky does. Especially. So the new the new Could you theme now. To me with shooting the breeze. Is? Well, welcome to shooting the breeze. <laughs> oh, is that this? Thing? That is this. Oh, cool. But it is viewer submitted questions about weather or what we do typically, and now our new tradition is the guest answer them. Yeah. So you all want to take <laughs> the a weather question? Yep. You're going to take a stab. Yeah. We're going to see how many you can get yeah. right. Can we pick who take? Like when you read this one, can I say okay? You take. This Is it going to be like a nope. phone a friend kind of thing? Nope. We're going yeah, to. I think we, we just. Nope. Yeah. We're going to start with Ricky. Uh, <laughs> that's how we're going to do it. It's our podcast. Those are viewer submitted questions. Yeah. Dig down in there and get us one. Come on, Ricky. We don't have all day. <laughs> I can't wait for this. 
Is oh, it this easy? is going to be so, it's a softball. I already just, it's okay. How does your work contribute to public safety? Wow. Uh, Should I yeah. answer this as a meteorologist? Or did you, did you submit as, this? <laughs> Sounds like, yeah, right. That's yeah, the one oh. I tore in. That's an easy one. I mean, hugely, I would say, because as a meteorologist, you let us know about what's coming our way in the world of weather, of weather and what Mother Nature is bringing us, so we prepare mm. you to act appropriately when you are outside, whether you should go outside or not go outside. And I think from the world of an anchor, public safety can be, we have a gunman on the loose and you need to stay indoors and hunker down until police say you can go back out. I mean, I think 90% of our jobs, it's almost always about public safety. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because we're trying to inform the public, that's what we do. Okay, that was way too it's easy. Okay. Pick another one. <laughs> Pick another one. Dig Pick down. another one? Yeah, that was way too oh, easy. Oh, you guys I just wanted to do some yeah. Yeah. We'll that make sure Rachel answers the same amount. Yeah. The fact that that's the first one you draw. I think right. that he submitted it. How long have you been in this business? No, okay. What is Colorado State's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, perfect. Do you know this Let's one? go. I saw that in there, and I just read it before I chose, and I tried not to get it. What is Colorado State's accuracy percentage via library... Queen on YouTube. What the heck? I don't even understand. So library, so library queen, queen on that. YouTube She's submitted a, this question. That's yeah. her username. Oh, I see. She, people so watch you, our library podcast. Queen. What is Colorado? If you don't know what YouTube is, I do know what YouTube you is. Later. What is Colorado State's accuracy percentage? Okay, so you're asking me what the percentage of accuracy for their for hurricane outlook. Yeah, Colorado State issues the hurricane, hurricane outlooks every year. Okay, hang on, I'm getting it. Seventy-three percent. And why do you're just guessing? You're literally just I, guessing. I got it. Like, He's like, that sounds right. I know it's actually really good. I don't know the official percentage. I'm looking right now. <laughs> Last I looked, I think oh, it so was you in the upper either. 80s. No. Not off the top of my head. Oh, I just got top of my head. It could be 83. Over oh. the past nine years, Colorado State says its June forecasts have been 64% accurate. Oh, so it's went down. The June forecast, which yeah. is important. Yeah. Because that's like their initial release. But still, for a forecast six months out, that's, that's impressive. That's darn good. That is good. Yeah. That is good, yeah. Rachel? Oh, okay. We could probably come back to Ricky one more time. Yes, oh, yeah. well, we're basically well, sure. doing our job at this yeah. point. Have you experienced the impact weather has on people's lives? Oh, my gosh. Oh, Are she you, got another easy another one. She did. I know. I'm like, I mean... Yeah, certainly, but not to the not to the effect where you know my home has not been impacted. Fortunately, mm -hmm. you know by by anything where I would consider you know um, that's the most impactful way you know it, it can influence your life. You know I haven't been impacted in that way, but I think anyone who has lived in an area that experiences weather, which is everyone, you mm -hmm. have experienced weather that impacts your life. We I had think, one recently. I can't remember where it was. I think it was Williamsburg County. This was, when I say recently, years ago. Um, but we had a tree down from a tornado that touched down in Williamsburg County, and mm -hmm. I was out in the chaser. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel bad. You almost have to separate, like, news and emotion because mm -hmm. we wanted to get to the damage. But mm -hmm. we had a tree that went through the roof, destroyed mm -hmm. the entire mm -hmm. house. So it's like you're out. I felt bad. Like, you're out there taking pictures. Yeah. Right. That was kind of tough. And you want to talk to them, but it's like you also want to get it out first. Right. And yeah. It's but this is also probably one of the one of the worst days someone has experienced. Exactly. Right. So that's right. where it's tough for me. Yeah. I'm sure we can all account to that at some point. I mean, I think that when I'm anchoring the news and I'm doing stories and I'm showing things like that where people are devastated by the weather, 
really any kind of a tragedy, yeah. it's, you know, it's not uncommon for me to start tearing up while I'm reading the news because you feel it for them mm-hmm. when you're doing the stories. I mean, you know, I told you, I'm like, that story just brought tears to my eyes. So we're not immune. So yeah. even if we're not right there experiencing it with you, we're still feeling it with you. Right, because something that I always try to keep front of mind is I'm always a human first, yeah. journalist second. Yeah. You know, so I try to, no matter what the story is, I try to give every single story the same dignity as, you know, this might not be my brother, sister, friend, but it's somebody's yeah. mm-hmm. brother, sister, that's good friend. Perspective. You know, uh, I think that that's, that's so important. And the minute you lose that, you probably should get out of this industry. Yeah. Because that's what we are. We're here for people. Yeah. I was covering a flash flood sort of along the same lines of this, but where we get impacted by what we're covering. I was covering a flash flood uh, in my previous station in North Carolina, uh, and the core of it was sort of happening on my side of town. And as I was on the air, my neighbor would call and say, okay, the water's up to your first step. Okay, the water's up to your second step. Okay, the water's going in your garage. Okay, I'm gonna try to move the cars in the driveway. Okay, it's about to get in the house. So that adds a second sort of element oh, yeah. of, you know, you're covering this big event, but at the same time, you're like, God, it's this is my me. house. This yeah. is my right, house. Yeah. Same thing happened with uh, with Dorian. If you remember with Hurricane Dorian, we had tornado after tornado after tornado. Uh, and one of them, at least the radar signature, was yeah. more or less headed right for my house. And, you know, you kind of have to, in a way, you sort of separate yourself from it and you, you still cover to. it. Uh, but at the back of my mind, I'm really focusing on my street. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, right. Okay, how Let's close are we going to get here? Yeah, right. How close are we getting here? Uh, thankfully, that turned out okay. But yeah. Now, do we have time for a second question? Because I think. Oh, we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's this? Is there anyone you look up to in your field? A past <laughs> teacher, a meteorologist on a big name network? Yeah. I act. Uh, I mean, in my home market, Debbie Knox, oh, she, she's her. an icon mm. there. Um, she's someone that's been in the industry, been in her market forever. But why she sticks with me. So I remember very vividly when I was in college, <clears throat> I knew I wanted to get into TV news. And I wrote to, I wanted to be an anchor. So I wrote to every single anchor in Indianapolis asking for, you know, some advice, career advice. I wrote to every single one of them. She's the only one that wrote back. And it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a little thing. I mean, she wrote this long email, very detailed, you know, yeah. giving plenty of her time. And that stuck with me for such a long time, you know, to, for someone that took the time for a kid that okay. has an interest in this field and doesn't just blow them off just because they have no relevance or importance to them, that she really did care about the next generation. And then it was a very interesting full circle moment that I actually got to work with her at my last Mm -hmm. station. So we had a moment where, um, so she was on the evening team. I was on the morning. So we kind of did a a fusion thing to where she was interviewing me. And I got to tell that story back to her and say, you might not remember this, but I was a kid that you took the time to write back. So that was a really special moment. So not really a a big name network, but someone, you know, back at, in my home state, you know, that has impacted me and, I try to remember that every time there's a kid, you know, who writes to me to always take the time because you might be the only one that's yeah. taking the time yeah. to write back to those children. Mm-hmm. There's the future folks in our industry. Mm-hmm. So, Eric, what about you? Moses. <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> We're terrible. Fred Flintstone. We'd like to apologize to Rick. <laughs> Good thing I have such a thick skin. It shows. <laughs> 
Okay, so I'm going to say... <laughs> I should have thinking of this. I guess when I interned, I interned at Channel 8, which is where Debbie Knox was before she switched over to the other station. Um, and I interned in public affairs. And Clayton Taylor is a... He just recently retired, but he's a really well-known guy in this business, he, especially with public affairs all throughout the country. Multi-Emmy award winner. But he... I, I, he put, picked me because he was the one who was in charge of the internship program. He wanted me to work with him for some reason, and he took the time. I mean, I walked away with a resume tape, which was never usually done when you're in the public affairs internship. I mean, he, he took me on trips with him, and when they went as a crew to cover things in different cities, I remember going to Michigan. And I think that really that was when I fell in love with the business because I'm not one of those who had newscasts when I was three years old in my backyard. Truth is that when I went to IU, I was sitting there on my bunk bed with my roommate deciding what I wanted to do for a living. And I thought, well, my grandfather was a dentist. Maybe I'll be a dentist or maybe I'll be an attorney. And then I thought, oh, this is true. And I, I thought, well, my middle sister, she tried to get into the broadcast news classes to become a, a TV journalist. And they were always filled. They filled so quickly. So I thought, I'm just going to go try when I was there. And I, and I got into the class. And then I fell in love immediately with it. And so I think that... Um, that immediately I did my internship with Channel 8 and with Clayton and he really solidified it for me I think because he took such time to help mold me and teach me and, and mm. tell me exactly the way you should be doing this and so I will always be indebted to him. And I think we all have that. We yeah. all have a couple of people mm -hmm. and there's still even you know at my age there's still people I meet mm -hmm. that I look up to and geek out about. And We've talked about some on the yeah, yeah, you know. It's yeah, absolutely the same. Now yeah. did you guys you know you said that you kind of went through early life trying to figure it out. What did you want to be like from the very beginning? Like everyone has those elementary school dreams. Mm -hmm. Like what did you think you wanted to be? Did you guys always know? Mine that was wanted... a professional bull rider. If that was my backup plan. <laughs> Sweet. Swear to you. I can see that. My parents still have it. I had the cowboy hats and all. Um, and then I knew at fifth grade weather. Yeah. Yeah, but I was fascinated. We went to rodeos growing up all the time. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, you oh. knew forever, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, oh, weather's all, it's always. always yeah. I, I yeah. never, mm -hmm. never ventured. It's always been weather. Always. It's, yeah. yeah. Mine was too. I either wanted to be an attorney like my sister or an actor. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> wow. that. Wow. Here we go. I just wow. opened myself Tom up. That's, wow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really Jazz know hands. until I think maybe I was uh, – freshman in high school that I wanted definitely to be a journalist because I took my first journalism class there. Mm -hmm. Before that, I thought I was going to go be like the next American Idol. I was like, I'm going to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she sings yeah. opera. Yeah. But, Quite a singer as well. Yeah. yeah. Karaoke champion. <laughs> well, I feel like we have to wrap up the episode with our two most talked about topics other than weather on here. Yes. Food and drinks. Food and drinks. Okay. So real quick, your go-to cocktail. Uh, Any uh, of them for real. <laughs> Literally, vodka tonic. Yeah. yeah, but lately I've been tequila and soda, lower carbs, and <laughs> supposedly you don't have a hangover. Have you had a hangover? What kind of soda? Like sparkling? Club soda. Club soda. Okay. Yeah. Or soda water. Okay, yeah. got so, it. Okay. Yeah. I just, some people say soda and think Coke. So. And then like a lime or sometimes have like a little bit of pineapples or some kind of juice. Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Mm. I do like a good caramel apple teeny. Ooh. Yeah, good, right. good time of the year for that. I can't it make is, any of those homemade. It is, yeah, too. No. And then, and then I also have been in my Aperol spritz phase for the <laughs> yeah. summer, yeah. so yep, I yep. got all the goodies to I make that at home. So I was in. That was it was Aperol spritz summer. So. Mm, love it. I like yeah. it. And then of course, this is where you can actually win over your favorite restaurant. Yeah. Um, your favorite restaurant in town is. Oh gosh. 
or you have a place to eat. Come one on, Ricky, of them. You have the biggest social life of anybody I know. I'm I know you're out all the time. Well, you could just say like Fiesta Mexicana. Oh, uh, we yeah. do know you love that. Fiesta yeah. Mexicana. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you used to live dangerously close yeah. to it. I mean, right. he was I'm within. Yeah. I literally could walk. See, so yeah. this is where yeah. you cut it and send it to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that yeah. right? Oh, yeah. They give gift cards, you know. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Once a year. And that place. I said Fiesta Mexicana right there. And let's talk about a great success story for a restaurant. Do you remember yeah. when it was just a little tiny yes. nothing? And they've been here forever. And it's and good. has, has oh, it's so expanded good. and expanded and expanded. And they're like, I feel like they're open like 24 hours. Now. And they're always <laughs> in the way. You, you can drive by Fiesta Mexicana at midnight. And there's like mariachi bands outside. Oh, my God. I, I, I would go home that way. Party. So oh, it's been, amazing. Yeah, yeah. You, you drive by there too. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And I you can this. hardly find a place to park. Never. You have to go park yep. across the street like, and the yeah. other in the yes. big lot. Yeah. But oh, I love yeah. seeing them do so well. And here's a little too. secret. Uh-oh. Once a year. You can order the Ricky on the menu? No, not yet. <laughs> not yet. After, <laughs> this, after yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Right. No, Maybe once a year, I think it's on Black Friday, they do half price gift cards. Really? So if you buy. If you spend 150 bucks, it's a $300 gift card. Wow. That's, oh, that's usually what half price it. means. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you for what the clarification. What a great deal, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing I show up. Teed it up and <laughs> I know. I oh. walked right into it every time. Okay, Rachel, what about you? So, for, um, so I'm a... I love Italian food. I cannot get enough carbs oh, ever. Same. Yeah, so mm. uh, we are big fans of Malibu because I live down love in the Malibu, side area. Yep. And Malibu on a Sunday when you get mm-hmm. when they do the Sunday sauce, mm. that they oh my, and it's got mm-hmm. all the meats in it and oh, all the goodness. And then for like a good lunch spot, uh, NY Deli. Oh, that's my spot. Darion told me that's about it, and we finally. Went I to told Darion. Darion told yeah. you, and here we Thank are. Thank you, yeah. Lord. Yes. The and fact then, that you got dessert there too. Let's talk about that because the sandwiches are massive. They're ma- yeah, but but we're what we think ahead. So I saved half my sandwich so I okay. could have dessert. Yeah, <laughs> Did you so get a cannoli or a cheesecake? No, we, we got the cheesecake. Oh. We got two cheesecakes because my husband just likes his Love plain, them. and then I like mine with the sauce on it. But spoiler alert, he accidentally left some of his in the fridge, so he yeah. no longer and it's had any more. <laughs> nice. But yeah, but it was great. And then we're sharing the love tooks and my husband after one of his paintball days with his friends, took all of them there and oh. has shown them the lights. So, so mm. now it's it's our go-to for, for lunch. It's so. hard to choose. I always say, because when I worked in Raleigh, so North Carolina and South Carolina, I believe, have the best restaurants in the country. I and really certainly do. certainly no shortage of them. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Which and I'm, unique yeah. and a lot of independent. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Which is why it is so hard to keep fitting in the dresses. Like, when mm. I first got here, I was like, I'm going to try everything. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this has got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's still a ton of spots I haven't been to, and I've tried out 150 uh, yeah. on air. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm still like, oh, what's that place? Yeah. And Where is that? popping up oh, yeah. all the time, Everywhere. too. Always. So, I mean, even if you think you, you're you hitting all of them, there's always going to be 10 new ones mm. on the horizon. So if you want to get mentioned on the podcast, and uh, <laughs> right. send us an invite. Yeah. And we yeah. may just talk about it. We are definitely open for sponsorship. Well, yeah. and we can also. <laughs> I mean, or we just, are. No, or just are you? about a half off, and then he'll explain. <laughs> right, yeah. He'll explain the math behind what it. What if we got an Are You Serious menu item at a restaurant? Are you serious? Uh, I'm going to just clip this whole segment. Oh, exactly. in NY Deli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Fiesta Mexicana. And, oh. we, and Lombardo's. I need, you to get, I need to get you to Lombardo's. Yes. 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 Chow Absolutely. is a great restaurant. Chow, Chow is, is great. So good. Where else do I want to give card from? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep dropping them. 
Uh, I no, mean, but and we also did uh, New York Crime oh, a while back. Love it, yeah, uh, classic. I know, because I, I sent Jamie a picture of my martini, yep. and I was like, "Oh, feeling my inner Jamie." Yeah, right? so good. Have classic. you been to Frank's yet? Oh, Frank's. Yeah, yeah. just okay. to Frank's. Yeah, yes. you just did Frank's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we recently. Just did, yeah. And now we have to go back because we got a gift oh, card for Christmas God. for my sister because they love it so much. We forgot to bring it, so now we still have this gift card to go there. So I was like, "Perfect." I love it. A built-in date. Their sides are family style. That's my side. We'll get another one. Oh, no. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Well, this is episode 22. I wanted to bring you all both on, too, to say congrats for the Emmy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Emmy Award That's team. awesome. Yeah. And plus, this is our first time we've ever done two people. So yeah. I think it worked out. A, a little moment. Are You Serious history right here. With a guy who's never seen a single episode. And, but but it's even now, now cuz he got the girl that's watched them all. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, so you're, you're average of half of them. So, <laughs> which, is, which is 22 episodes, so half of that 11. 11. 11. Jamie, 11. It's like the half off discount. Half off, yeah. that other right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have to have you back. It's season 2. Uh that's it for episode 22, I think. Yeah, we're uh we're going to reschedule Mitch West. Yeah. He's supposed to be here, but he's during the hurricane Idalia. So um, things were happening. Uh, yeah, we're still working on getting our news director on, which I think would be oh, a fantastic oh, episode. Be good. Come on, Matt. Uh, yep, yeah, come on, Matt. Uh, we're Get still, your general manager on there, too. We're still... That means uh, that oh, we, could we, you imagine? We need to submit some that. really good <laughs> questions in here, then. We need yes. to go and start submitting some really yes. good ones. For and so we're, submit um, any questions you want for Matt. And we're still beating around ideas for um, a very merry Are You serious <gasps> Yeah, that's going to be our finale. Live episode. For are Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Are you, you serious? Anytime. Maybe at Fiesta Mexico. Oh, yeah. Right. There you go. Right. It's full circle. So we'll do a live show there, but it will be fun for sure. Also, for people that were wondering, Mitch did get into the eye wall of a dahlia. He did. So he did. Uh, when it made landfall in Florida. Yeah. So I'm uh, sure and, uh, we'll drill Aaron, that. And our other uh, one of our other Smith. Local, Aaron Smith, one of our other local tasters, got some blue sky in the eye of a dahlia. So, so uh, I can't wait to pick yeah, the brains. So that'll be fun that. having at least one of them on, if not both, would be fun. Yeah, I'll so, reach out yeah. to Aaron and we'll get that set up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it though. Episode 22 in the book. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for y'all for yes. uh, for being here and joining us. I know it was so early for you, Ricky. Uh, <laughs> you've got time to go. Don't home worry, he's already counting the hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got time for a nap. <laughs> <laughs> that does it, you all. We'll see you all later. Bye.